Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is a business radio show where we talk about the craziness of small business. It's that craziness that actually makes it exciting, interesting, and totally unpredictable. This is Business Insanity Talk Radio with your host, Barry Moltz. Welcome to Business Insanity Talk Radio. This is your host, Barry Moltz, and this is the final word in small business. For those keeping track, this is show number 344. This episode is provided by Sage One, an online accounting and business services solution that every small business needs. It's also provided by Nextiva, the answer to all your business communication solutions right in the cloud. Well, if you're going to be successful in today's business, you got to think about how you're going to scale it. You may be earning a living, but what about making it really big and making an obscenely large amount of money? We're going to show you exactly how to do that. We're also going to talk about how to form effective relationships with other people, ones that can help build the culture in your business that you need to succeed. But first, if you're going to be successful, you also got to learn to negotiate. Negotiate with your customers, your employees, your vendors, and your partners. This does not have to be confrontational, and you can get what you want for your business, but what is the best way to do it? Here to help is Tally Raffaelli, is an attorney, president and managing member of Armor Settlement Services, LLC. He's a motivational speaker, has instructed countless people on developing their negotiation skills. The author of a book called The Complete Guide on How to Negotiate, Master the Art of Getting What You Want in Business and in Life. Tally, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Good to be here with you. So why is negotiating so intimidating for so many people that they just shy away from it? People think that you have to win and that there only could be one winner and that you have to basically get everything that you want in order to walk out of that negotiation feeling successful. Um, it's not true. And people also think that it has to be a confrontation. So, of course, when you're ready for a confrontation, you're going to be on edge. It's going to be a stressful experience for you. Walking into the car dealership for most people is a great example. But what I tell people is it's not a confrontation at all. It's not a competition. It's cooperation. And it's about listening and communicating and working things out where everybody walks away a winner. And when you have that mindset, you no longer are stressed and you see things completely differently. So how do you prepare yourself for that so it doesn't turn into, from the start, a disagreement? First of all, you have to be prepared to listen more. That's probably the biggest mistake people make. They want to get their points across, and they just talk and talk and talk, and they don't listen. If you listen more, if you don't cut off the other person when they're talking, if you let them finish their points, you're going to hear valuable information that will help you with your negotiation. You'll understand better their point of view, what they're trying to get out of the negotiation, and that can help you as you negotiate with them. So, so give us an example. You said if you listen more, you're going to get valuable information. What's an example of some valuable information you get just by listening and not talking? A lot of times there's, there's, silent, there's, there's uncomfortable silence in the middle of a negotiation. Somebody may say something. It may be, uh, for an example, a seller may say, we are looking for $250,000. If they feel like they're looking for too much money, if you immediately respond, 
then now you've already done the talking. If, however, don't immediately respond, if you're silent, they may feel some pressure to add something. They will probably say something else afterwards when they see that you're silent because people don't like uncomfortable silence. Somebody is going to try to fill the gap for that uncomfortable silence. Let it be the other person. So they may say we're looking for $250,000. You may just sit there, nod your head, just listen. And before you know it, they may say, but we're willing to negotiate. Now, had you spoken too quickly, you wouldn't have gotten that last very important piece of information. Now you've just been told 250 is not a rock-solid number. They're willing to go down. So it's, it's little things like that. It's about being patient and just listening and communicating and not rushing to say everything that's on your mind. Now, what happens if you start the negotiation and the person on the other side, they're just itching for a fight? What do you do? You've got to calm them down. I mean, it's no different than being with a, with a, with a dangerous animal. And what do you have to do? I mean, you've got to calm down. It's in your best interest to make this negotiation peaceful and not confrontational if you want to get, at the end of the day, what you're, what you're trying to uh, accomplish. So you have to basically take them off of edge. You have to show them that you're not confrontational. And you just have to be very good about listening. You have to understand why. If you start listening to somebody better and you communicate better and you ask good questions, you'll start to understand why that person feels that way. They may have had a history of very poor negotiations where they haven't gotten what they want. They may be on edge. They may be intimidated by you. They may feel like they don't have any leverage, and so they have to be tough. That also, by the way, is a good example of what a lot of people do. They feel like they have to be strict. They have to be tough in order to, in order to psych you out, in order to win in a negotiation. But it's not about winning and losing. Everybody can win. So when you calm them down a little bit and show them that it's not about that, this isn't a confrontation, we're here to work something out together. At the end of the day, we're on the same team. We both want to get this deal done. So that's the best way to really calm them down and put them at ease. We're talking with Tally Raffaelli. He's the author of a book called The Complete Guide to How to Negotiate, Master the Art of Getting What You Want in Business and in Life. Well, in the book, Tally, you talk about 45 fundamentals to guide the reader's thinking when they negotiate. Which ones are really the most important? What's the biggest takeaway? Uh, there's so many. One, one is don't go first. That's, that's, a, that's a huge one. When, a lot of times people want to make an offer. They want to say, hey, all I can do is this, or all I'm willing to pay is this, or we need this. Don't do that. Try your best to let the other person go first. You never know how low or high they're thinking. There's no reason. Once you go out there and say something, you can't take it back. So let them establish the first number. Let them establish what's going to happen with this negotiation. And then you can go from there. You can react from that. They may shock you. They may be asking for much less than you thought they were going to ask for. They may be willing to give you a lot more than what you were willing to, than what you actually all needed. Yeah, this so is a, this we, is a really important point, Tally, because they then establish the value to them, right? That's correct. Obviously, there's there's always some wiggle room. Usually, when somebody negotiates, they'd be asking for more than they really need to get. They'd be actually offering less than they're willing to pay. But still, let them start. It's so it, it makes it so much easier for you to go from there. Now, you also say in the book that it's important. You got to be willing to bluff. Why is that so important? Well, sometimes you have to bluff because you may not be in a negotiation where things are really going your way. And so, if you continue to if, if you don't bluff, if you're not willing to take chances, you may not get anywhere nearly what you want. So sometimes you've got to be willing to make that bluff. You have to be willing to say, look, this isn't going to work for us. You have to be willing to do the takeaway, which means basically you can show the other party, you know what, this isn't really working out too well. We appreciate the time everybody's put into this and the effort, but we're going to have to pass on this. And 
if they want to negotiate with you and they want to make this deal, they may then realize that they've got to reconsider, they've got to come down from whatever stance they're at, or this isn't going to work. You have to do it in a way where you can still somehow go back and still continue the negotiation if that bluff doesn't work. So there's all kinds of techniques that I show people because if you're not careful and you bluff and the person calls your bluff, the negotiation is pretty much done. Or if you reopen it, you've lost any leverage you possibly had. And then they're not going to, your credibility is going to be shot because you bluffed and you basically got called out. So it's all about the techniques. It's all about how you do it. And it all comes down to semantics and just how you phrase things, how you say things. Kelly, what about the idea? A lot of folks use the good guy, bad guy when they're having multiple negotiators. Does that work? It does. It has to be done in the right way. It has to be done. First of all, you have to be genuine. You have to be sincere with people. Um, that's very, very important in negotiations, especially because a lot of times when you're negotiating with somebody, you may be negotiating with that person again in the future. And if your credibility is not there, then you've got nothing. Integrity is very important. Having said that, you may have business partners. You may have a spouse. You may have other people involved on your side of the negotiation. There is nothing wrong with trying to show the other side that you're the good guy. Hey, I'm trying to make this work, but my partner, my wife, my husband, you know, they're a lot tougher than I am, and they're telling me I've got to do this or I've got to get this. It's okay because oftentimes it actually happens to be true. So you may be willing to accept a certain offer, but your business partner may want more. And so you're in a tough spot, and that's what you're trying to explain to the person you're negotiating with. Hey, look, if it were up to me, I would do it. My partner's a little bit tougher than I am. Um, so please, let's try to seriously work this out somehow, and we can compromise somehow and work it out. So it does, it does become very helpful when you could do the good cop, bad cop, good guy, bad guy, good gal, bad gal, et cetera. One of the lessons I wanted to ask you, Tally, was we hear so much about this, and it's an overused phrase, a win-win in negotiation. Is that really possible, or is that just a platitude? 100% possible. That's exactly what I talk about. Uh, that's, that's, what I, that's what I push for everybody who negotiates. It's a win-win because both people walk away from the table. Both parties walk away from the table knowing that they got a lot of what they want. Nobody walks away feeling like they lost, that they're a loser, that they didn't get anything that they want. So if you have a win-lose, one party gets everything they want, the other party gets nothing they want. And for whatever reason, the party who lost the negotiation, call it, call it that, they may not have had any leverage, and so they lost. But if you have a win-win, both parties are happy because they realize everybody compromised. Everybody understands, and they've seen, and it's been made clear that they didn't get everything they want. They see that the other parties compromised. They know they compromised as well, but they still walked away with the most important thing that they needed out of that negotiation. Well, Tally, thanks so much for being on the show. You reach Tally at www.tallyrafaeli.com, T-A-L-I-R-A-P-H-A-E-L-Y.com. Thanks, Tally. Thank you very much. Pleasure being on the show with you. Thank you. Coming up, do you stick? Do you stick? Do you stink like I do at forming solid long-term relationships in your business? Well, the doctor is in, and Dr. Patty Ann is going to show you how to do it. This is AM560. The answer will be right back. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer from the ChicagoRadioDeals.com Traffic Center. 
taking a look at the roads in Midlothian, a crash at the Midlothian Turnpike and Pulaski. Closures were made in place in Grant Park from the earlier triathlon. Everything should be reopened by 11 o'clock tonight. Over on the outbound Bishop Ford, solid delays 159th to before the Tri-State. Two left lanes are blocked there with an accident. The Ryan down to 8094 is a 27-minute trip. Inbound is moving well. Eden's in 20 from Lake Cook, outbound just 19. Kennedy, 21 from O'Hare, 11 from the Junction. The earlier crash just past the Junction is all gone. You're looking at 23 back to the airport and wide open at 8 minutes in the Express. Ike in 30 from Thorndale, slowing through the left lane roadwork Ashland to the Burns Circle Interchange. Right now, 64 degrees with a couple clouds. Clear overnight, a low of 55. Some sun tomorrow and a beautiful high near 70. Next update in 15 minutes on AM 560, The Answer. She's bold. You're not black, so drop the racism crap. She's controversial. When you bring the people here, you bring those cultures here. She's unapologetic. This is a total fraud and a fig leaf. And she's coming to Freedom Summit Chicago 2015. She's Ann Coulter. Now I'm talking. See best-selling author and conservative firebrand Ann Coulter live on Saturday, November 14th at Freedom Summit Chicago in Itasca. Get your tickets now at freedomsummitchicago.com. That's Freedom Summit Chicago. You've already upgraded your cell phone to a smart device, which lets you use the Internet to be more productive on the go. But what about your desk phone? Nextiva is a smart business phone system in the cloud. With a simple setup through an Internet connection, you can soon have access to your office communications wherever you are. Stay seamlessly connected with clients and stay more mobile than ever before for just one low monthly cost. Give your business more than just a basic desk phone. Visit Nextiva.com or call 800 799-0600 to learn more today. Next Diva. Simplifying your business communications. Thinking of starting your own business? Get on board for a crazy ride. Be the first person to tweet Barry at Barry Moltz and get a free copy of his book, You Need to Be a Little Crazy, The Truth About Starting and Growing Your Own Business. You will need the company. Four new employees. A 20% increase in revenue. Being one of the 9 million women business owners in the U.S. These are your proudest numbers, your landmarks of growth and success. Sage helps you achieve business milestones with cloud and software solutions that lead to deeper financial insights. Believe in your numbers. See what Sage can do for your business. Visit believeinyournumbers.com today. Thinking of starting your own business? Get on board for a crazy ride. Be the first person to tweet Barry at Barry Moltz and get a free copy of his book, You Need to Be a Little Crazy, The Truth About Starting and Growing Your Own Business. You will need the company. Thinking of starting your own business? Get on board for a crazy ride. Be the first person to tweet Barry at Barry Moltz and get a free copy of his book, You Need to Be a Little Crazy, The Truth About Starting and Growing Your Own Business. You will need the company. Stick around and get your small business unstuck. More of Business Insanity Talk Radio with Barry Maltz. Now on AM560, The Answer. We all know that success in business is all about creating the right relationships. Relationships with your customers, your team, your vendors, your partners. But this is a challenge for most small business owners. In fact, most of us really stink at it. Here to help is Dr. Patty Ann Tublin. She's an internationally recognized relationship communication and emotional intelligence expert. She's got a best-selling book called Not Tonight, Dear, I've Got a Business to Run. Dr. Patty Ann, welcome to the show. 
Oh, it's so great to be here. Thank you for having me, Barry. Now, I've actually said those words to my wife, believe it or not. I do believe it because I'd love to take credit for being original, but I've heard it so many times. I figured, let's go with it. People can relate to it. So let's, before we get into business, let's talk about how do you manage the relationship when you're running a business with significant others in your life? Because sometimes they take a back seat and it's very difficult for them. It's, well, it's very difficult for them, and it also ends up being very difficult for the business owner, but you might not realize that at the moment that you're neglecting your partner. Um, so what happens is we get so zoned in and so focused on the business that we lose sight of everything else that's going on in our life, and that's because we fail to look at the big picture where we want to create a business that works for our life and not create a business where we have no life. And so many people make the latter mistake because they get all tied up in this. They're, they're pursuing every single customer. They've got to make the, uh, the, the next dollar. How do you set the rules from the beginning? Or if you're already involved in a small business, how do you change it so you actually can have a life and have the relationships with the people that really matter? Okay, Barry, those are great questions because what happens time and time again is that I hear people say, well, my business took off and then my life and or my marriage fell apart. And that's because what people fail to do is they fail to create one of two things. Either they fail to have a business plan, believe it or not, right, which is mind-boggling for us, but they might have a business plan. But what they then did not do is they did not create a life or slash family plan. So what I tell business owners and entrepreneurs is you have to also create a family plan that outlines what the goals are for your family and or for your life. So if you have the goal where you want to be able to travel, you know, three months out of the year, well, then the goal that you have for your business, if it's to make a million bucks, it's not going to fly. So what happens is you need to create a business plan. And then you need to create a family or a life plan. And then the missing piece, the link that is critical to having success in all areas of your life is to be able to reconcile both of those plans. And I love the word reconcile because it imposes that there's two competing interests pulling at you, right? My work and the rest of my life. So you want to be able to hone down and say, you know what, this is where I'm having problems. I'm having a problem because my spouse ends up says I'm not spending enough time with them. So you go back and you look at, okay, what's the goal and how much time do I think I allocated to achieve that goal? You might need to tweak that. And so you can actually go back and say, this is the area that's causing me problems as opposed to just throwing away the relationship or throwing away the business because you feel like you're paying too high a price either financially or emotionally. So, Patty, and inside a business, do too many business owners make a mistake where they value money over personal relationships with their employees, their customers, their vendors? Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, that's not just for businesses. That's like, you know, everybody in creation. Yes, what happens is they, they focus on the bottom line, and they forget the fact that the bottom line is attached to people, and the only way you can create revenue in your business is to create relationships. And if you don't have a healthy relationship in your life with the people you care about, if you're toxic, if things are falling apart, 
you talk to any business owner that's going through a difficult time personally, if they are honest with you, they will tell you that their business revenue suffered because they did not have their house in order at home. So you have to be able to take care of your whole life and your relationships on all levels. Otherwise, it will bleed into your relationships at work with your customers, your clients, your employees, and your money will suffer. Sometimes you cannot quantify that, but that doesn't mean that it's not true nonetheless. We're talking with Dr. Patty Ann Tublin. She's the founder and CEO of Relationship Toolbox and a great book called Not Tonight, Dear, I've Got a Business to Run. So how do I, how do I know if I'm a small business owner if the relationships inside my company are indeed healthy? Is there a test I can take? Oh, well, well, that's a great one. What I would say is yes. What you have to do is within your company, um, you need to start at the beginning, meaning you have to hire into You have to hire the correct people into your company culture. And quite frankly, everybody is pretty much smart enough to do anything with the exception of neuroscience and rocket science. So nobody's that smart where the company cannot function without them. But what happens is that you need to have people that fit in with your culture. So if you have a culture where people are very closed and people don't share things, you're not going to have the best people come in because they'll end up becoming that, right? You end up becoming like the sum of the five people you hang out with. So you need to hire people that are consistent with the company mission and the company goals and the company culture. And it's, we don't have enough time to get into that today, but that is critical. And you know that by just start by going on the website and look at the, look at the company website and see, do I look like I belong there? So if you realize inside your business that you really don't have the right culture and the right relationship with the people inside your business, how can you change that? Because it seems to me inertia really prevents that. Well, you know what? It really starts at the top and it trickles down. You have to look at the leadership. If you're the business owner, you have to do, look, all change, Barry, starts with a long, hard look in the mirror. And you have to take responsibility for the culture that is in your business. Make no mistake about it. You created and or you fostered it and you allow it to perpetuate. So you have to look at yourself and you have to say, what have I done that's created the environment that we're living in, working in, that's impacting the bottom line? Because it will impact the bottom line. It will absolutely be not good for your numbers. So take a long look at yourself, and then if you're in business with a partner that you really trust, you need to ask them, what do you think I'm doing that contributes to the negativity in the business? And then, just as critical, is you have to be open to what is being said to you and not be defensive. So you can't hear the criticism and then say, yeah, but. As soon as you hear, yeah, but, stop, because that means you're being defensive and you're not actively listening, which is a very specific communication skill that all business owners must have. And, again, there's so much more I could share with that, but we don't have enough time. Yeah, and, Dr. Penn, you can also do that with your management team, right, or your, or your trusted advisor saying, you know, things aren't really going the way. We've established a culture that I really don't want. I want to change it and really sit down, I found, saying this is really what we'd like to work towards and put together some steps so you can get there. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I love 
um, I, if you can give out anonymous surveys, like Survey Monkey to your employees, and like make it really be blind, where you don't know who's saying what to you, that's a great way to really get to the truth. Don't don't think that they're going to tell your HR person or your management, you know, even your top management, the truth. Because if you're paying them, you might not necessarily get the truth. I get this all the time with CEOs I work for. And sometimes well, you can't me. handle the truth, right? You can exactly. The CEOs will say to me, Dr. Tapian, I know this is true because I asked my people, they told me. I said, seriously. I said, who signs their check? And, of course, they puff up their feathers. Of course, I do. I said, exactly. They're not going to say anything to you that will impact their bottom line. So do an anonymous survey. You'd be shocked as to what kind of information you'll get. Well, Dr. Patty Ann, I really appreciate you being on the show. Where can people get in touch with you and get a copy of the book? Oh, it'd be great. Um, they can go to my website, and I have the information right here. They can go to relationshiptoolbox.com, uh, back with slash products, back with slash book, not tonight, dear. And that will get through. And if people want to get in touch with you directly. They can go to info at relationshiptoolbox.com. Dr. Patty Ann, thanks so much for being on the show. You're welcome. Have a great day. Well, coming up next, we're going to talk about how to get your small business unstuck. Isn't this the year that you move your business forward? Isn't this the year that you make more money and have great relationships with your staff? This is AM560, The Answer. We'll be right back. AM560 has a new mobile app, and it can do a lot of cool things. The best thing it can do? It can send you on a vacation to paradise. Download or upgrade to the new AM560 mobile app between now and October 9th, and you'll be able to enter to win an all-expenses-paid trip to Cancun for a week-long stay at the all-inclusive secrets, the Vine Resort, courtesy of Apple Vacations. Just go to 560theanswer.com slash mobile to get the app today and download Paradise. Fox presented by I'm Gary Baumgarten. Jackie Collins is dead. This crew has covered a lot of parties in Hollywood, but this has to be the most most glamorous event I have ever seen. From the 1985 miniseries Hollywood Wives starring Suzanne Somers based on Collins' hit book by the same name, Collins, who wrote dozens of novels dead of breast cancer at the age of 77. Donald Trump back on the trail after taking heat for not challenging a man who asserted incorrectly during a question and answer session in New Hampshire that President Obama is a Muslim. Trump saying he has no problem with people of the Islamic faith. In fact, what I consider putting a Muslim American American in my cabinet. Absolutely no problem with that. At a campaign event in Iowa, Pope Francis in Cuba stepping out of the Vatican's embassy for some fresh air and a chance to mingle with some people. Fox News, we report, you decide. How can you get from here to there? We've got the answer from the ChicagoRadioDeals.com Traffic Center. 
taking a look at traffic over in Wadsworth, a crash at Route 173 and Mill Creek Road, and in Midlothian, an accident on the Midlothian Turnpike at Pulaski, just east there of the Tri-State. Over in Grant Park, closures remain in place from the earlier triathlon. Everything should be reopened in time uh, by 11 o'clock tonight, that is. Congress, Balbo, Jackson, and Columbus in the meantime remain closed. Starting to see some delays northbound on Lakeshore Drive around Northerly Island from the earlier Farm Aid concert. Eden's inbound and outbound are clear. No delays on the Kennedy. Ike inbound tightens up Ashland to the Burns Circle Interchange through the left lane overnight. Road work 30 from Thorndale, 17 from Mannheim. Outbound's okay and no delays on the tollways. 64 degrees, partly cloudy, a low of 55 tonight. Sunny and a high of 70 tomorrow. Next update in 15 minutes on AM 560, The Answer. You've already upgraded your cell phone to a smart device, which lets you use the Internet to be more productive on the go. But what about your desk phone? Nextiva is a smart business phone system in the cloud. With a simple setup through an Internet connection, you can soon have access to your office communications wherever you are. Stay seamlessly connected with clients and stay more mobile than ever before for just one low monthly cost. Give your business more than just a basic desk phone. Visit Nextiva.com or call 800 799 0600 to learn more today. Next Diva. Simplifying your business communications. Thinking of starting your own business? Get on board for a crazy ride. Be the first person to tweet Barry at Barry Moltz and get a free copy of his book, You Need to Be a Little Crazy, The Truth About Starting and Growing Your Own Business. You will need the company. My proudest number? is 2005. That's the year I started my business. It was just me for two years, and then I hired my first employee. My proudest number is 20. Last year, I saw a 20% increase in revenue. We got our first six-figure check, too. My proudest number is 36. That's how many new clients I've signed. And next quarter, I'll double it. My proudest number is 42. I was 42 when I became one of the 9 million women business owners in the U.S., and I never looked back. These are your proudest numbers, your landmarks of growth and success. Sage Cloud and Software Solutions help you achieve these milestones by providing deeper insights into all your numbers. So believe in them. Believe in your numbers. See what Sage can do for your business. Visit believeinyournumbers.com today to learn more. I'm Lex, CEO of Balance of Nature. At Balance of Nature, we believe in real communication. Whether you call into the office or hear a success story on the radio, you can be sure it's real, unsolicited, and unscripted conversation. I was on thyroid medicine for five years. I have completely got off of it, and all my blood work came back excellent. It does a lot of good for me because I feel it works. The reason why I'm taking it because I've got Hep C. Once I began taking your stuff, it took a few months. But believe it or not, my liver enzymes are way down and it's normal now. When you can give your body a full variety of 31 different fruits and vegetables in their 100% natural, whole food form, you receive the unmatched balance of nutrition. Call toll-free 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com and be sure to enter promo code CHICAGO. Now, back to Business Insanity Talk Radio. 
It's time to get your small business unstuck on AM560, The Answer. Once again, here's Barry Maltz. Welcome back. You know, you and I are very much alike. During my many years of running my own company, I had to deal with the challenges of a business that just wasn't going anywhere. For me, it was the moment of truth, and it was a painful realization. My business had flatlined, and I had no idea had to breathe new life into it. Does does this sound familiar to you? You know, it was especially difficult for me since my customers were not getting the service I was so passionate about delivering to them. Secondly, and probably most importantly, I wasn't making any money. Finally, my stock business literally was sucking the life out of me. This was not exactly the way that I thought my business would turn out after reading all of those books. Well... It's kind of normal, sort of. During the life cycle of every single business owner, they get stuck from time to time. Do any of these things sound familiar? Take a listen. Your sales won't budge in spite of your best efforts. It doesn't get much more frustrating than this. You have few new leads to customers coming in, and customers keep just fading away. You're burned out, and you're completely exhausted. It's no longer fun, and your family is starting to suffer as well. You gotta get off the roller coaster. I know what it's like to ride this entrepreneurial roller coaster. I'm here to tell you it doesn't have to be like that. I've had my ups and downs. I finally cracked the code at getting unstuck and moving your business forward. Over the years, I have worked with hundreds of corporations and small business clients to help identify the sticking points in their systems so they can take their business to the next level. Throughout the decades of running my own businesses, I've identified six major areas where almost every small business inevitably gets stuck. This is the year that your business gets unstuck. As you journey through my breakthrough training series, I'm going to show you fast and easy and permanent solutions to get unstuck. Each module includes a guided PowerPoint presentation, a voice recording of me presenting this materials in front of a live audience, downloadable lesson notes, downloadable homework assignments, and audio recordings of the 100 best of Business Insanity Talk Radio over the last five years. Whether you learn best by watching, listening, or reading, there is a format for you. I've made it very easy for you to absorb the material and develop a clear plan of action of moving forward. There are six steps to a better business. This is what I'm going to guarantee you throughout this course. First module is about find new customers and grow the ones you got. You know the drill. When business is booming, you ignore sales and marketing, and then business slows down, and as a result, you go do sales and marketing. This is a hamster wheel to nowhere. Your business will remain flatlined and stuck as long as you stay on what I call the double helix treadmill. I'll show you how to grow your business by tossing out the old paradigms and traditional sales techniques through my easy-to-follow step-by-step guide. I'm going to show you how to increase the revenue of your business without ever having to sell again. Module number two is finding money to manage your business. Because guess what? It's already there. As a small business owner, there's a great joke. It says, I sleep like a baby. I go to bed early and wake up at midnight screaming my head off. Does that sound familiar? Cash flow keeps a lot of small business owners up at night. We've all felt the crunch of following the Great Recession. Cash flow has slowed to a trickle. Bank financing is almost impossible. And customers, well, 
They're just taking longer to pay their bills. I have found that only 5% of small business owners actually understand the secrets to overcoming the cash crunch. Learning this module will always have cash to run your business. Module number three, building a team that lasts. One of the most difficult elements of growing a business is hiring and then holding on to the right employees. A good rule of thumb is to be slow to hire and quick to fire. Unfortunately, not many business owners follow this advice. Instead, they hire the first person that fits the role. Then when the employee doesn't work out, they hesitate to fire them no matter how many team members think they are incompetent. I'm going to show you how to effectively hire, train, manage, and fire people to maximize the leverage in your business. Module number four, customer service is the new marketing. While this may surprise you, the truth is that customer service is your biggest marketing tool. In this age of social media, traditional advertising really has become meaningless, and people are looking for earned media based on buyer's recommendations. In this module, I'll teach you how to create an effective customer service manifesto so your customer can be served at every level of your organization Module number five, you got to break that social media addiction. It's no secret. The World Wide Web can be a worldwide waste of time. Most small businesses have no idea what they're doing. I'll show you how to make sure you use social media as your new marketing voodoo. Module number six, the real trick to all of this is boosting your productivity. Recent studies have indicated that multitasking can cause brain damage. At the very least, it prevents you from doing what you do best. It certainly doesn't allow you to get things done effectively. You see, here's the thing. Your employees will mimic the way you work. You could soon have a team filled with inefficient, multitasking workers all running around tracing their tails, chasing their tails. Get the picture. I'm going to uncover ways to get more done in half the time. I'm going to make sure that you're productive, not just busy. If you want to be part of this wonderful program, go to www.barrymoltz.com slash unstuck. Use the special value code 50 off W-I-N-D and get 50% off the price. You'll learn the exact steps you need to take today to move your business to the next level. I guarantee it. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer from the ChicagoRadioDeals.com Traffic Center. Taking a look at traffic over in Des Plaines, down to a single lane on Tui in both directions at the Jane Adams Tollway with road work. That goes on until 6 a.m. You could expect intermittent 15-minute full closures of the eastbound lanes between 11 o'clock and 5 a.m. And over in Midlothian, crews still with a crash on the Midlothian Turnpike at Pulaski. Edens and Kennedy both doing well right now. The 190 extension is clear and no delays on the spur ramp from the Edens to the Tri-State and back. Eisenhower in a little tight through the left lane road work. Ashland to the Burns Circle Interchange. 30 from Thorndale, 17 from Mannheim. Outbound's okay. No delays on the Stevenson, Ryan, I-57, Bishop Ford, Lakeshore Drive, or the area tollways. Right now it's 64 in Chicago, 55 tonight, a high of 70 with sun tomorrow. Next update in 15 minutes on AM 560, The Answer. 
Thinking of starting your own business? Get on board for a crazy ride. Be the first person to tweet Barry at Barry Moltz and get a free copy of his book, You Need to Be a Little Crazy, The Truth About Starting and Growing Your Own Business. You will need the company. Thinking of starting your own business? Get on board for a crazy ride. Be the first person to tweet Barry at Barry Moltz and get a free copy of his book, You Need to Be a Little Crazy, The Truth About Starting and Growing Your Own Business. You will need the company. The biggest trap business owners face is that they are continually flip-flopping their time between working for customers and selling to find new business. As a result, when you are doing the work, the sales activity slows to a crawl. This double helix trap keeps businesses struggling for years. 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 Learn the seven strategies for breaking this trap. Contact Barry at Barry at BarryMoltz.com. Welcome to Move Time Radio, presented by the Arthritis Foundation. And we're smack dab in the middle of our dance-a-thon to fight arthritis pain. Me, I've been grooving for 10 hours straight, baby, but I'm a boogie machine. See, movement is just one of the ways to help fight osteoarthritis pain. Another is weight loss. You get rid of just one pound. That's four pounds of pressure off each knee. For more information on managing pain, visit fightarthritispain.org. Then meet me on the dance floor. This message brought to you by the Arthritis Foundation and the Ad Council. Set sail with Newt Gingrich. Get aboard the elegant Crystal Symphony for a spectacular seven-day cruise from New York to Montreal. At the same time, enjoy stimulating seminars on politics and investment. Our guests include Newt Gingrich, Mark Skousen, John Ransom, and Chris Versace. And everything's included. We set sail September 13th through the 20th. Join us for the Politics and Your Portfolio cruise. Log on to politicsandyourportfolio.com for all the details. Politicsandyourportfolio.com. Stick around and get your small business unstuck. More of Business Insanity Talk Radio with Barry Maltz. Now on AM 560, The Answer. Welcome back. Flynn Zager founded Online Optimism in 2012, starting with nothing, more than a laptop, and a lot of coffee. Three years later, dozens of website builds, many clients, and several office upgrades later. Online Optimism is now a Google partner agency, proudly helping small businesses establish themselves online. Flynn, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So we keep hearing this thing called Google Analytics. What is it, and why does a small business owner need it? Um, you should have it because it's completely free, and it's an amazing tool. It tells you who's on your website, what they're doing on your website, how they found it, and it could really be used if you set it up properly to determine ROI on all of your advertising campaigns. All right, so let's say I'm not doing advertising, any kind of search engine marketing or anything like that. Is it still useful for me? Uh, how should I be using it? It's incredibly useful if you have a website. If you don't have a website in 2015, you should really get on that. Well, unfortunately, a lot of small businesses don't, but that's a, that, that's a different show. <laughs> so, what, so I have someone help me load this up. What am I going to find out? Um, on the very basic dashboard at the front, you're going to see how many visitors go to your site every day, which is a bit of a vanity graphic, but it at least shows you that people are going to I only to have website. a million. How many do you have? <laughs> well, I'm getting there. Okay, well, good. <laughs> But essentially, that will show you. You could also dive deeper in to see the states, the cities. So if you have a sales team, you can know where to send your sales team. It's things like that, connecting the digital world to the real world that we really find effective. One of the things that I found really important in my Google Analytics is to find out where people have come to actually find my site. Talk about that. 
Yeah, you could check the acquisition tool, which will let you see websites or if they're coming from organic search or if you have paid search campaigns. But say you have an intern doing social media, which a lot of companies do. You can see, are people coming from Facebook and Twitter, are they actually effective? Should should they maybe be a paid intern or should you just keep them unpaid for a little longer? So you say kind of with a smile that a lot of people have interns doing this. <laughs> I find that maybe it's just so important that an intern should not be doing this. Yeah, and that's one of the things that we like teaching is that this doesn't take a lot of time. People think that... It, if you go in and you see a tons of tables and graphs and data and you get overwhelmed, but really if you just take an hour to learn how to use the tool, you'll be able to get in and out in five or ten minutes and grab the information you need. And so is this something that you can really do yourself or should you get a professional to help you? I would suggest reading a blog online. Um, if you post, we have some, many other organizations have just helpful tips that will give you a quick start guide and work from there. If you have a website with millions of page views, then you should probably be getting an agency to review your information. And what does this cost for a small business to actually get the information that they need? Absolutely free once you install it. Installation's free. Um, just get your webmaster to do it. It's completely free forever. Um, so also talk to us about social, actually uh, search engine marketing, right? Because I always say that the quickest way to lose 500 bucks is not <laughs> at the casino in, in Las Vegas, right? It's by, by turning on you know, Google, Google AdWords, right? Yes. And you're, you're laughing because I think you probably agree with me. What should I do if I want to do some kind of search engine marketing? Yeah, the first thing is be, be very careful with your budgets. We've seen it happen before where if you're in an industry such as a personal injury lawyer, um, you're paying $150 a click sometimes. So make sure a you set... click to actually, let's explain what that is. Yes. So it's a click actually, when someone does a search for personal injury attorney Chicago, that may cost someone $150 to click through and come to your site. Yes, and the reason it's worth it to some companies, but if you're just starting out, you don't want to be risking that. Um, so you want to make sure that your daily budgets are set and also important is keywords and negative keywords. So you don't want to be targeting people looking up the word free, basically, and you could use negative keywords to make sure your ads don't appear when someone does that. So what's a negative keyword? It pretty much excludes certain searches from showing your ads. It's a way to make sure your budget's spent how you want it. So, so, so give us an example. So um, what well, we do, internet marketing consulting um, for larger clients, and we want to make sure that people who search the word cheap well, low cost, um, what we do with some services for them, our consulting services aren't, so we make sure that our ads don't appear, that they're not clicking on them, costing so, us money. So what you're saying is you're not cheap or low cost, right? <laughs> for certain services. You want to make people – so, so mm -hmm. how much should I expect a small business owner to spend on a marketing budget should try to use SEM? <laughs> it's kind of the million-dollar question. If you're in a non-competitive industry, maybe Chinese delivery food. Um, Is that non-competitive? <laughs> it's it's, it's a little Chicago, behind the times. <laughs> um, but essentially, it's then you could be looking at a couple, maybe a dollar fifty cents a click, um, and that you can get away with a few hundred-dollar budget. But the more competitive industry, you're looking at thousands a month. And what do you think the idea actually buying my name, like the name of your company, as a, as a keyword? that you're going to, people are going to search on? Um, the way that, the reason that you should definitely do that is if someone's competing on your keyword. So you don't realize, but people can't advertise on your business name um, and you can advertise on theirs. We don't recommend it unless you have a much larger budget than in competition. But if someone's advertising on your name, it is definitely worth it to rank above them. And when you say rank above them, what does that mean? Um, that means putting in the money and having a more optimized page so that Google is more likely to show your advertisement on top of theirs. And if you're doing this right, 
I guess it doesn't really matter what it really costs as long as your cost acquisition is a lot less than whatever you're going to make from them. Yeah, and that's tying it back to Google Analytics. You could pretty much set up goals that as long as you are getting the ROI you need, you have an essentially unlimited budget because you know you're profiting. So how does organic search differ, Flynn, from uh, paid search? It's really, really hard to do, especially in 2015. Um, But essentially, organic search is trying to get Google to think that your website is the best for that service. Um, That's through content marketing, social media, just making sure that your website is actually what customers are interested in. And how do you do that? A lot of work. Um, Content is king, pretty much became the motto of the industry a few years ago, and it's still true today. Um, But essentially, you want to be making things that customers are looking up. So ask your customers what they're interested in or just the frequently asked questions you get as a business owner and make posts, social media, infographics that answer those questions. Flynn, thanks for being on the show. Where can people get in touch with you? Thank you for having me. Um, If you tweet at Online Optimism, it will get passed on to me from our social media manager. And you could always, of course, email me at flynn at onlineoptimism.com. And they're a social media manager. They're not an intern, right? No, no, no. They're they're very much paid. (laughs) Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. This is AM560. The answer will be right back. want to feel connected at one with your world informed included and inspired so no matter where you are we have an accident on the express when important things happen you see this man contact authorities we're here at all hours in the moment on every device in your life your local radio and tv broadcasters we investigate and inform. Our political investigation saved taxpayers. Give back to the community. Our radio station is now accepting donations to help rebuild this community. Even save lives. It's time to just hunker down. It's too late now to leave. America's number one source for news, weather, and information on your radio, TV, computer, tablet, and smartphone. We are broadcasters. Always here for you, wherever here may be. Tell Washington local stations matter by texting RADIO to 52886. Furnished by NAB and the station, message and data rates may apply. Rick Warren calls captive a must-see. Police looking for Brian Nichols. You scream again and I'll have to kill you. It's an amazing true story of the power of purpose. God, please help me. And the courage of compassion. What is that? The book, The Purpose Driven Life. Read it to me. God expects you to make the most of what you have been given. Captive is the movie of the year. Stand down! Did you forgive me? I don't know. Maybe God can. Captive. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing in theaters. For group sales and night of purpose tickets, go to CaptiveTheMovie.com. They once was a boy wizard whose name was Larry Smarter. Larry, why weren't you in Professor Dinky Doodle's mythical creature classification class? Well, I'm taking Algebra 2 in a foreign language. Oh, so you can talk to unicorns? Uh, exactly. Unless they're French. Larry wanted to go to college, so he visited knowhowtogo.org to find the classes he really needed. Getting into college doesn't happen magically. Learn more at knowhowtogo.org. Brought to you by the American Council on Education, Lumina Foundation for Education, and the Ad Council. Now, back to Business Insanity Talk Radio. It's time to get your small business unstuck on AM560, The Answer. Once again, here's Barry Moltz. So maybe you're sitting back there and you're thinking, you know, I have a successful company. It's earning me a living, but 
Do you really have what it takes to scale up the business? Well, here to help is Mike Goldman. He's a nationally recognized speaker, consultant, author of the book, Performance Breakthrough, The Four Secrets of Passion Organizations. He has over 25 years of consulting and coaching companies from the local entrepreneur to Fortune 500. Mike, welcome to the show. Harry, thank you. It's good to be here. So what does it really take to scale a business? Because it's very different than having, you know, a couple of people in one location to having hundreds of people or multiple locations. Yeah, it really takes, you know, breaking through three very predictable um, and inevitable barriers to growth. And and as people grow, uh, number one, they need to become better leaders. Uh, Number two, they need a a scalable infrastructure. They need some better systems and structure. Um, And number three, the business model changes. The organization model needs to change. So they really need to get over those three barriers. And more than anything, I'd say it's about people. You know, Peter Drucker once said, culture eats strategy for breakfast. Absolutely. Uh, And I kind of like that. So it's really about having the right culture, the right people, the right communication. Well, let's look at each of those real briefly because I find that a lot of small business owners who are really good at starting a business, Mike, can't really lead to scaling it. Is that common? It's very common. It's very common. I mean, we've all seen the statistics on how many businesses last five years, last 10 years. You know, it's very common, and, and what, what, what kind of within that, uh, it's common that someone comes up with this great idea. They've got this great strategy, uh, but they really have no idea how to, how to align the people around that, how to, how to lead and hold folks accountable. Uh, you know, you could have a great strategy without the right people uh, it goes nowhere. You could have a mediocre strategy, but great people around you, and you could be the best around. And so what do you do in that particular circumstance if you know? Like, so for me, I was really good at taking an idea from $0 to $10 million. But once I got to $10 million, I was kind of done, and I had to bring other folks in. Right, and, and sometimes that's, that's what it takes, right? But, but not always. There's a, you know, there, there's a lot of talk out there that a great entrepreneur doesn't make a great leader or a great manager. I'm not sure I believe that. I think anybody could be a great leader or a great manager if they've got the right tools, the right techniques behind them, uh, and they really need to, you know, you need to simplify things. And there are really four areas you've got to look at. It's people, it's strategy, it's execution, and it's cash flow. And the two areas that, that most companies fall down, I've already mentioned one of them. Uh, one of them's around people. The other one's around execution. You know, I just wrote an article uh, called How to Create a Culture of Accountability. Um, two important words there, culture and accountability. And I think sometimes great entrepreneurs have no idea how to build the right culture, um, and they, they don't have the appetite, they don't have the, the knowledge on how to hold folks accountable. And I think if you can do both of those things, uh, you could break out of that that limit, that limit, whatever it is, whether it's $5 million, $10 million, $25 million. Well, Mike, thanks for being on the show. Where can we get a copy of the book and get in touch with you? Uh, my, my website is performance-breakthrough.com. You can get a copy of the book, Performance Breakthrough, The Four Secrets of Passionate Organizations, uh, out on Amazon. Mike, thanks so much. Thank you. And thanks all you for joining Business Sanity Talk Radio. I want to thank our sponsors, Sage One and Nextiva. Of course, I want to thank our booking producer, Sarah Schaffer, and our producer behind the glass, Debbie Schreiner. If you are serious about getting your small business unstuck, you got to give me a call on my private line, 773-837-8250, or you can email me at barry at or better yet, go to www.barrymoltz.com slash unstuck. Isn't this the year that you move your company head?
isn't this the year that you actually finally make the money that you deserve? Remember, love everyone, trust a few, and paddle your own canoe. Have a very profitable and passionate week. Find Barry on the web at BarryMulse.com. You've been listening to Business Insanity Talk Radio. I'm Lex, CEO. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.